I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of our podcast. We are thrilled to welcome Sam and Chris to the Wedding Session Podcast. And Kelly, please tell us a little bit about our guests. Hello, welcome. (laughs) So we have with us Island Oak Photography, Chris and Sam. They specialize in wedding, engagement, boudoir, and family photography. And they aim to authentically document the madly in love through candid, artistic, and documentary style. Chris and Sam strive to create work that is warm, authentic, and encapsulates the bond shared between their couples and the breathtaking scenery they are fortunate to call home in beautiful Vancouver, BC. All right. So part of why we love working with you both, um, obviously, is your aesthetic. Um, I love the use of natural light and the warm tones that you guys use to kind of create mood and emotion with each of your photos. So welcome, you guys. How are you doing today? Very good. We're doing great, Amazing. thanks. Awesome. It's fun to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're stroking our ego. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think we could maybe start off a little bit with how we met, which was two years ago for yeah. uh, Amanda and Rob's wedding. Oh, Amanda and Rob. I know. And we love being able to actually, we're part of their whole journey as well, because obviously we're all connected on social media. So we get to be part of, um, you know, their, their life story now too. They've got a new little fella as well. So yeah, you guys Charlie have been able to Charlie. capture that. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. So Stanley it was, Park. Uh, on the night of the fireworks, yeah, uh, yep. Vancouver Wine Class, yeah. and I'm assuming Amanda. <laughs> yes, and Rob, that's right. It was fireworks. It was Pride, busiest yeah. weekend in Vancouver, Ever. I think. Yes, yeah. in a very challenging space to park, mm-hmm. oh, let alone on those nights. Yeah. In six years, I think the only wedding we've never brought a car to. Right. Yeah, and it was safest. Yes. The couple connected uh, Kelly with you two via email, right? Mm-hmm. She was like, this yes. is my plan. Yes. This is yeah, my absolutely. Correct. Favorite, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of your first meeting. Mm-hmm. And then we did the site visit, and that was actually the first time we met. First time we met you. Yeah, yes. that was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I will clarify that this wedding was done under uh, our separate company. So yes. technically it was under Kelly's old company, Halcyon, and then I just happened to assist her. And by that I mean eating all the pies <laughs> that were available pies for dessert. Were so delicious. You guys were talking about the new company at that wedding. That's we right. were. And yeah. we, we bonded over it because that was our very first weekend that Sam and I had quit our jobs full time mm-hmm. and we had pursued weddings and nothing else. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. We, yeah, we have a similar... Not story, story. But similar like a uh, timeline, right? So mm-hmm. we kind of all quit our jobs at the same time. We uh, like made our side hustles, our full hustles, and we also made a partnership out of friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was great. Awesome. That was cool. Yes. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about Island Elk and how you guys got started? <sighs> so many years ago. So <laughs> we met probably almost 12 years ago. I was thinking about this yeah. the other day. About no 12, 12 way. Years ago, mm-hmm. Longer than most of our couples. <laughs> <laughs> Our fake couple status started many, many a years ago. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When I first saw you on paper, it was Chris and Sam. And 
We didn't know who we was didn't who. know who was who. <laughs> That's yeah, happened that before many times. Yeah. And then and then you introduced yourselves as Chris and Sam of Island Oak because I'm thinking <laughs> Island Oak, Island Oak. Okay, haven't heard of these guys yet. We're really excited to work with you. And then and then you introduced yourselves as Chris and Sam. And I was like, oh no, I still don't know who's who. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Christine or Christopher, Samantha, <laughs> Samuel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sounds sounds like us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we met uh, at UBIC. We were enrolled in a contemporary art program. Nice. To train us to be snobby and gallery artists, mm-hmm. okay. penniless, yeah. if you would, <laughs> like photography based, or yeah, as yeah. Artists, okay. a, l- a little Art. bit of everything. So in the program, uh, painting, sculpture, drawing, photography, digital media, all that kind of fun stuff. Oh. We fell into the photography category, of course, uh, but we just never really got along with the program. How it meshed, we consider ourselves the black sheep entirely. Yeah. Oh, really? We definitely learned a lot, but it was geared to more contemporary art rather than commercial art. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Wedding yeah. photographers were the butt of the joke at our program. Really? They were the, the, the failures of the art world. All they do is take the same photograph every day. And, you know, that's been 100% our driving force to stick it to the man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, did you go into the program to become wedding photographers or were you going in as like a different? Literally, I had no idea what I would do with an art degree. You just liked <laughs> a photography art yeah. degree. Okay. Probably anything but weddings because we both <laughs> yeah. thought that it would be no fun. Tons oh, of yeah. stress. Literally, everyone yeah. told us from the beginning that weddings were the worst things ever and they're horrible and they're a lot of work and you should never do them. Yes. But when we started them, we're actually like, oh, hey, this is kind of fun. <laughs> really, this is awesome. And I get to meet people. And I'm fed. This is amazing. <laughs> so many people. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so I will touch oh. base on uh, how we assumed that you two were a couple when we met you. <laughs> yes. And I think by some of the photos that you've chosen to make you look more <laughs> like a fake couple. <laughs> it's our brand. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Then you get to talking. You're like, I don't think they're a couple. Yeah. 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 So how does that does that happen since? Um, oh, every single wedding. <laughs> okay, probably at least three people coming up to us and asking if we're married or whatnot. Wedding shows too. Wedding shows. Oh, so cute. You're in love. You document love. Oh, oh. You're like, we're in love separately, but together. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, work-wise? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then so after you graduated, what happened from there? Sam left me. She moved yeah. away. I moved to Scotland for two years on a work visa. Just living and working and traveling and just enjoying all that Scotland has to offer. I'm so jealous. Very cool. It's beautiful. Oh, man. Until I dragged her back. <laughs> Took me taking a plane over there. We traveled around for a month. We kind of talked about growing a business together and what that might look like. And then I left. And maybe, what, a year later? Yeah. My, less less than a year later. My visa was up and yeah. Chris dragged me home. <laughs> We're his brother's wedding. Oh, wow. <laughs> Were you planning to stay in Scotland? Like, was that your ultimate goal before Chris entered? Unfortunately, the visa would not let me stay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So you never or else I would have. Oh. <laughs> she would still be there. Yeah. Could have been one of those 90-day fiancés. I, <laughs> I was just thinking, like, was there a marriage around somewhere? <laughs> Wow. So where did where were you in Scotland? I was in Edinburgh. Oh, nice. What'd you do there? I worked at a pub. Oh, I worked at an art gallery, mm-hmm. and a cafe. Now, did you speak about owning a business together before you left for Scotland, or was it something that kind of came up over time? No, it kind of came up over time. Um, I shot my very first wedding when I was in Scotland. Oh, cool. My my roommate's sister. 
Okay. And when I was away, Chris started shooting weddings here and there by himself. How was that? Less fun. (laughs) (laughs) People ask us all the time whether we're going to hire additional people and split up to capitalize on revenue and all that, you know. We it's haven't so far. It's, it seems we've got our yeah. groove and it works. Yeah, absolutely. All or nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. So then you came. So you were shooting on your own, mm-hmm. uh, Chris. Um, and how did you just want to get into weddings? Like that was just part of your. No, it was very much an accident. Okay. My roommate at the time uh, was a lifeguard. She worked for a pool, and uh, had a bunch of friends. At that age, nobody has money, but everyone wants photos. Mm-hmm. We did a couple of smaller weddings. <laughs> so true. Friends referred friends. And before you knew it, it was more of a hobby, really. I did mm-hmm. five, maybe six a summer. Oh, wow. And then six turned into seven. Mm-hmm. Very gradual increase. <laughs> and then Sam came home. We formed the company. And seven turned into 20. And wow. 20 turned into 30. And Amazing. here we are. Amazing. Four years later, we just had our fourth anniversary with Island. Aww. Happy anniversary. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good. So when we were working together at the Man and Rob wedding, that was the first you had just like quit your day jobs and you're like, We are we're going for it. It's gonna happen. We're gonna do it. Yeah, so yes. this August will be two years wow. going at it full time. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it was a side hustle for two years and then full time two years. Yeah, yeah, like technically I guess a side hustle for longer than two years, but Island Oak itself was formed uh four four years ago. So two years full time, two years. And I don't even want to say part time because we were photographing full time weddings. Oh, we were right. just too scared to quit our jobs. Yes, same, mm-hmm. same, yep. similar. To us, mm-hmm. Yeah. So where did you get the name? That's literally what I was going to ask. Just <laughs> <laughs> like settle this for us, Island Oak. What does it mean? The name debate. Hardest part about creating a new brand, for same. sure. Yes. Because you don't want something cheesy. You want something that's Timeless. relatable and mm-hmm. that people, yeah, aren't gonna. Flip away the website as soon as they see it. One hundred percent. Sam was brave and creative from the beginning. I put my foot down and said I didn't want an original name. I wanted it to be our name somehow combined together in like a recognizable way because I was petrified that we would start something new and immediately lose everyone mm-hmm. because they wouldn't know who we were. Uh, we looked at Chris and Sam and S and C and C and S and there was like nine hundred Facebook pages under those names. Oh man, there's just no way the domains were all taken. And so then it quickly turned into the two of us with some wine or gin. (laughs) Gin is probably more accurate. A little mind map. And we wrote down some names and some words that related to us. And yeah, we came up with Isle and Oak. Isle, I guess, we were were in Scotland when we first talked about it in the Isle of Skye. And that felt sort of recognizable to us. Super dramatic and moody for anyone who hasn't been there. You have to go there. It is the most beautiful place in the world, for sure. It's on the bucket list. We also met on the island, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a big part of who we are and where we shoot. And uh, oak is like a binding word, if you would, in literature. It felt very, very West Coast. Like a, you yeah, know, strong yeah. bond. Mm-hmm. Like a, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Solid party. oak. Yeah. yeah. I like it. That's so awesome. That's beautiful. Awesome. Well, why don't you tell us what kind of, um, what kind of photographers you are, you know, in comparison to the others that are in the market? And uh, what are you looking for in your ideal couple? So if I was to sum us up in any way, I'd say, at least I like to think, we're not super stuffy. I, I don't want to say the word formal because we're obviously formal, but we're not really that formal. We try to make things more fun, more exciting, more casual. For us, that sort of candid element of documenting people is really important. And so kind of putting away the um, stuffy kind of structured 
thing about us allows people to really let, let down their wall and be a little bit more themselves. And I think, I don't know, we, we try to be friends with everyone, right? And so yeah. I think that that whole casual aesthetic really benefits us and what we're trying to do. Um, and ultimately, what we're trying to do is just document organic images, right? Things that are every real. Yeah, yeah the little moments we've, we've always sort of said that Not it's so posy posy mm-hmm. unless it calls for it yeah <laughs> there's there's yeah. two family photos you can't yeah get you can around, get around but, but other than that you can do yeah yeah i think there's two from i keep obviously kind of keep going back to amanda and rob's um wedding there's two photos that you took one of them is with the boys i think you guys were at the irish heather <laughs> and they're mm-hmm. just having the best time and it was like it was just the perfect shot of them all he's with the you know uh, Rob's mm-hmm. with his, his groomsmen and they're just having like so much fun and you could tell it was just this really private moment that you guys just so happened to kind of like click okay. and go and I thought that was really that awesome that is the benefit of having pre-wedding drinks at the bar right people are loose and <laughs> yeah. you're having fun Very and then jealous. yeah and the other one was with the bike and yes. Rob's idea of having the bike, and Amanda was like, I'm in a dress. I'm not going to get on the bike. <laughs> and then the boys got on the bike. That was... So this bike is a tandem bike. There was yeah. two... Paint the picture. Possibly three <laughs> No, it was a it was tandem. Two. It was only yeah. two seats. And, and Oh, they were on the handlebars. And they, we yes. So we had all three of the boys on there, but just the way you were able to wrangle them. <laughs> very, very professional. And I think that's kind of more what, along the lines of what you're saying, but still just so much fun. Just yeah. They were, they were a really fun oh. couple. Like, I don't... I would say that Man and Rob is not the couple you get every day. And I think no. we were blessed to have them and to meet, but you don't get people like that. Yeah. They not are all the time. Literally the unicorn clients. Yes. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. They that. went with the flow. They had a really fun dance party. Yeah. But I loved I loved how you guys were able to kind of capture those just little little private moments and even just moments you're you're in a park, surrounded by a bunch of people in Stanley Park and you're trying to wrangle these boys in and like, mm-hmm. okay everybody, stay focused. Yeah. <laughs> like them as humans is really the perfect way to sort of sum it up. Like mm-hmm. there needs to be an element of organization and you need to know what you want, but you also need to be able to sort of let let your wall down and let people in and that way those real moments can be documented. Mm-hmm. Like being on a bike laughing and being at the bar earlier and having the best time right yeah um that's the biggest part about it we've always sort of said you know we're not the type of people to recreate your like pinterest wedding you know Mm -hmm. if you spend so much time trying to prioritize everyone else's details then you sort of miss out on the opportunity to create like your own memory Mm -hmm. that's a great line let's show that right on your website yeah (laughs) (laughs) we do agree uh we often have a challenge with Pinterest as well. So we always say use it for inspiration and we'll help you with the certain elements you like about this, but don't expect this exact replica. Mm-hmm. Like we want yours to yeah. be unique and tell your story, but mm-hmm. this is also extremely photoshopped and cannot be done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, yes. It can for a price. Number one, if you're hiring us, we want you to trust us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. At, unless there's like a super special memory, like um, um, antique of like a grandparents or something that you need documented. But like other than that, like We've done a bunch of them, you know. We we, we, we kind of know what you're doing, yeah. so trust is is key. Huge, yes. biggest element for sure. Absolutely. You sure. say, uh, I heard a line that said, "If you're going to hire a creative, let them create." Absolutely, right. <laughs> and you mostly more enjoy outdoor elements to be brought into your photography, right? Like I don't necessarily see your photos being in a like a high end hotel mm-hmm. or um, you know like a little bit more formal, and I think that's mostly what you prefer, correct? Yeah, we're definitely happiest in the middle of nature for sure. And most of our clients are because they obviously see that in our portfolio Mm -hmm. and they want that too. So another thing that we really seek for in a client is someone who isn't afraid to get dirty. 
Nice. Wasn't afraid to get their dress. We, we always say, if on, <laughs> if on your wedding day, if your dress isn't dirty by the end of it, you didn't do it right. Yeah. <laughs> True. That's what dry cleaning is for afterwards, right? (laughs) If there's a pavement or like a pathway, we're gonna step off of it and go into the bush, not not down the pavement. For sure. I love those. (laughs) Those are some of my favorite photos that that uh, that you guys capture for sure. Is the ones like when you're you walk right into the forest and it's just you see all the trees and they're kind of just overgrown and the the dense fern everywhere and Ah, ferns. (laughs) I love those. Those are my favorite. And then you just see this couple kind of walking through quietly and it's just like it's again it's you just sort of capturing that really quiet moment in between what is the craziness of a wedding too. I mean, you're getting, you know, there's a ceremony, everybody's ripping around, you've got everybody calling you from all sides and then you have your ceremony or you have your reception, but there's this one little like moment of peace and quiet where it's just a couple and it's just them. And I think that's just really important to like, remember and also to capture as well. Mm-hmm. So people forget that. All of that plus a sunset. Oh. What else do you need? Oh. What else do you need? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you find those are probably the best photos though is the sunset photos? Yeah. We yes. could we could spend an hour with with a couple in the middle of the day on their wedding, and yes. we could spend ten minutes with them at sunset. Mm-hmm. And and the that would be the favorite moments. Yeah, mm-hmm. every time. So earlier this year, we were planning on hosting um, our intimate and interactive event with other industry vendors called the Love Brunch here in Vancouver. And of course, we are in the era of COVID and we had to postpone it, sadly, but we will still be doing it. Um, But the purpose of this was to give newly engaged couples some guidance on those first crucial steps to planning their day. Today, we're going to give you a little bit of a sneak peek with um, our two panelists here, um, Sam and Chris. Um, So today's topic is the photography timeline and why it's so integral to the overall wedding timeline. So um, really want to kind of dive into a little bit about that. So why don't you tell us why the photography timeline is so important on the wedding day and, and how it affects the day. And if a poor timeline has been planned, how do you suggest getting back on track? And this is assuming that they don't have a planner. <laughs> yes. Or, yes, wedding day, <laughs> right? but no planner. Yeah. And we end up being the planner well, and you, keeping it all on track. You do, absolutely, right? Yeah. So you're kind of like the backup wedding planners, and, and I imagine it's really challenging for you because you're like, I'm here to take photos. I'm not here to do the wedding planning stuff, right? So. Except a, a poorly laid out timeline directly impacts our ability to give photos, yeah, which is say part B. the hardest, yeah, the hardest sort of part of the equation, right? right. So mm-hmm. definitely timeline is literally everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like a timeline can make or break your wedding, mm-hmm. whether for the good or the bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it ultimately affects our ability to properly document people. We said it before, we can keep saying it. We want people to be effortless. We want people to be candid. We want people to be able to let their walls down. Mm-hmm. And if they're full of stress and they're full of worry and they're worrying that, you know, maybe we're not going to make our speech at 7.03 and maybe, you know, cake cutting at 8.01 wasn't right on time, then they're not going to think about being in love and being candid and being effortless yeah. because they're so worried about the structure of their timeline and maybe it wasn't done in the most efficient way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that... Um, hiring a planner. Let's just start there. Hire a planner. Please, please hire a planner because they can help you formulate a timeline that will literally allow you to enjoy your wedding. Like definitely the most important element. You spend all this money and all this time inviting people in your life to share a dinner with them, to allow them to experience your day. And maybe you don't even get to see them or talk to them or enjoy it because you're so stressed over all of the things that you have put on your own plate instead of allowing someone to do that for you, which I think is super important. So true. I think there's something important to touch base on is that 
I feel we do this in our day to day, but we ask the photographers if this timeline works for you guys. Mm-hmm. Because a poorly planned timeline, even by a professional, quote unquote, <laughs> can affect the day majorly by not giving you enough time in the day to capture. Mm-hmm. Correct. So I can assume you've had weddings like that. Yes. Where there are good timelines yeah. and not so great timelines. So how do you deal? How do you make up for it? How does that work for you? Well, firstly, right from the get go, we always tell them when you're starting to put things together. Like we are always an email away. We always want to know what's going on. So if you have any questions, if you're worried about how much time you have, just contact us. Mm-hmm. Ask us. We will give you our opinions. <laughs> we love giving opinions. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, if, if you only have a short amount of time for photos, we're going to try and, like, see if there's any way that we can, like, make the schedule shift one way or the other just so we can have the optimal amount of time because that's one thing that, yeah, we, we, we love to have input. Yeah. <laughs> the earlier we're sort of brought into the discussion, the easier it is to address potential timeline at least from a photography standpoint, a, a timeline catastrophe where maybe we wouldn't have enough time to get everything done. For, for sure. And I imagine too, I mean, also having a really good handle on the timeline, regardless of who provides it for you as well, that you can sort of see like, okay, so we only have so much time to do all these photos. Then you can kind of go through and be like, okay, well, we definitely need to have these photos done and these photos done. And if we have time for these ones, then we'll add those ones in. But you definitely need to have these ones. Correct. Um, so I think that's also really, really important as well to be able to communicate with you as a photographer and say, hey, I really, you know, I, I really want to do all, it's an action packed day. We've got a lot going mm-hmm. on. I really only have time for so many photos, but I want to do all these photos. How, in your yes. experience, what's the best way for us to like fit everything in? definitely (laughs) we're going to keep saying it consult us we have sort of a bit of an estimated like timeline approach that we recommend Mm -hmm. people um, to consider when it comes to allocating enough time and there's so many variables is your photo location two hours away you know are you getting married in vancouver and having a party in coquitlam yeah do we have enough time to get to these places are we going to another municipality for photos there's so many things to consider. So Do you have a bridal party of two or a bridal party of 20? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Super valid. Yes. And even when you really think about it, the type of photos, like people, people come to us because they see our work online, they see our website, they go through our Instagram and they're attracted to certain moments. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't involve us in the timeline and, and we're not a part of constructing a day that allows them to best utilize our time, then maybe it's a scenario where we it's much harder to focus on mm-hmm. the things that they're the most drawn to. Mm-hmm. People come to us and say, you know, it's really important to me that I have photos with my guests, but we're not even with them at the reception mm-hmm. because of the way that they've laid out their timeline. So it becomes very challenging for us to do those things. Yeah, for sure. So involve us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the day kind of gets away from you a little bit. Um, maybe there's a lot of things going on, a lot of distractions, things like that. What can you do to help guide the couple back on track? <laughs> Imagine I was envisioned like the cake that's like on a, a, you know, like a little plate on the little stick and you're spinning it in the air and you're like, oh man, it's going to start to fall. Like how do you, how do you kind of bring everything kind of back into? Mm-hmm. So I think it can definitely be challenging. Um, one of the things that we always talk to people about is, um, sometimes reception timelines specifically are very rigid and a lot of those things, maybe it doesn't matter if we cut your cake immediately at seven, maybe we can cut your cake at nine. If it means that we can go out and, and redo some of those portraits that were missed because we were an hour late from your ceremony. 
I think that we can't reschedule your ceremony, but we can certainly adjust the time that your best man gives his 45 minute speech. So, <laughs> so finding true. little, little ways of tweaking parts of the day that maybe don't need to be at the exact time, uh, for the benefit of giving you better photos, I think is good. Mm-hmm. That makes That's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, and I guess the same thing as well is, um, the whole sunset as well. So if you decide you want to do sunset photos, you cannot stop the sun from doing its thing. So if you really want to have that, then again, it's kind of shifting some things around a little bit. So maybe you do that before your first dance, or maybe you do your cake cutting after, or maybe you do, um, maybe your speeches happen after, and we've done that a few times actually, where um, where things are things are kind of um, you know dinner ran a little bit later, or they were a little bit delayed, and so we've been like, okay, photos first, and then you'll come back and do your speeches, and mm-hmm. then it's oh, and then you've got a you quick pee break, and you got to you know freshen up a little bit, and then and then you kind of do the rest of the formalities throughout the evening. So. Probably the most common switch. I think we have gotten yeah. very good at interrupting receptions for uh, sunset photos. Yes. <laughs> well, and it's, I'm like, sorry, Uncle Bob. Give us five minutes. (laughs) Well, and I'm sure because that's something I find that a lot of couples really love doing. And so they're like, oh, no, I will wait to get my sunset photos. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Because of the light. The light. The light calls us. (laughs) We can't ignore the light. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And and do you find too? I mean, even timing the, those sunset photos as well is is really important too, because there is, as we've learned, there is a bit of a trick with the sunset photos as well. Is that you know we always include when sunset is actually happening, but you actually have to plan it half an hour to forty five minutes beforehand because you're capturing the sun going down, not the sun down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the time the sunset is is when it starts to get dark. Mm-hmm. So you want to be out there beforehand. But also, a lot of the times, it's dependent on venue mm-hmm. because sometimes you'll have a tree line or a mountain mm-hmm. or houses or something that blocks when the sun is, which means you're going to get that glow even earlier, which is where we come in. We have a handy-dandy app. <laughs> oh, a sunset app? Any photographers listening here, you can go onto your Google Earth and uh, you can actually, they have an app that you can download. Google Earth, I want to say Pro, Google Earth Pro. You can go to your street view. And there's actually a sunset icon and you can click and drag it and you watch the sun go up from the horizon over and back down again. And you can time it specifically. We use it all the time for engagement sessions. Uh, We look at when the sun actually crosses the horizon line and we plan the session around that. So that's why we generally are relatively successful at getting like a nice glow. When Mother Nature permits it, of course. Mind this blown. Is where, <laughs> this is where your lighting the, comes from. What? This is Whoa. the coolest thing Probably ever. Probably the best thing we stumbled upon last year. That's <laughs> why when we sometimes we get a timeline and they scheduled sunset photos 15 minutes after the sun is actually set and we're so confused. <laughs> we're, we're like, did you not Google Do you want it? dark photos? Do you want light <laughs> photos? I'm so confused. Please ask us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and even with that being said, too, even the um, like getting ready photos as well. Um you know, some photographers need a little bit more time on the front end versus on the back end as well. And again, I guess that would, um, I mean, that's sort of, the, I mean, it kind of sets, starts the day off, right. In you know, in that way too, where you, you know, you can kind of see where things are going even right from the beginning when you're like, okay, so getting ready is taking a really long time. Yes. So this, this might be a bit of a reflection of what the rest of the day is going to look like in the sense that we're, we're going to be always running to capture or, or keep up. Exactly. Um, yeah. Do you find that there's ways that you can kind of help with that too, or just, I think, uh, I don't want to say being, being vocal, but, you know, communicating with them Mm -hmm. like, okay, 
it, we, we, we've learned to not, not ignore the fact that that's happening. Right. If we're 10 minutes late, we're going to very politely and very calmly mm-hmm. tell them that, listen, your ceremony is happening and we were meant to leave. So it's time to get into your awesome. bridesmaids dresses. It's time to zip up that wedding dress. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a few photos and then we need to get into that limo because I can see it parked outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's been waiting there for 10 minutes. If we're too casual about it, then everything falls away from us. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it, it affects us. You yeah. Know? It's, mm-hmm. it's our photo time that gets lost. And so Yes, exactly. So one of our key points when people are asking about timeline is buffers all over the place. As yes. many buffers as possible. Mm-hmm. You need that extra time, too, just in case. Mm-hmm. And we always say extra time to chill because if you're like, go, go, go all the time and like say the photos are done like half an hour early, then you can just hang out with your bridal party and have a glass of wine, mm-hmm. water, maybe like just play on your phone for 10 minutes. Like people need that time to go to the next step of the wedding. And there's nothing wrong with that. I like, agree. Run late? Yeah, exactly. Very wise. Probably some of the good photos too is just people chilling out. Because they're relaxed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't Photoshop a smile. <laughs> they're actually candid. It's not us telling them to be candid. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's awesome. So, so I mean, obviously with that being said, we can very clearly see why it's important kind of as a planner to listen to you as a photographer as well. So, you know, when we plan um, timelines with our clients, when we're building them, we're always kind of checking in with you as well um, to get your perspective on that timeline too. Um, do you ever find where there's been a time where it hasn't necessarily worked out so well? <laughs> of course. <laughs> there's always stories. <laughs> there's always stories. Yeah. Timelines that don't include buffers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or planners. Or consultation from anyone. <laughs> have you ever had, I mean, you, there's always points of contact during your process from the time that you book the client to the time that you actually are are capturing the photos on the day. Have you ever had experiences where you're like, the client's just, we don't need engagement photos. We'll just see you on the day. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think that most of our clients want engagement photos, but yeah. some people don't, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think it's definitely... Uh, like a 90-10 kind of a breakdown. The vast yeah. vast majority do. And for many reasons, they're super beneficial. But we have 100% had uh, been a part of scenarios where we have an initial consult, uh, the, the idea of an engagement session or even some meetings before the wedding are not favorable. They don't have time. Mm-hmm. It's not to their interest, and that's totally fine. And we get a timeline the week of the wedding, and then at that point, it's too difficult to make changes. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. So I definitely think that, I mean, we'll just keep saying it. We just want to hear from you. Just talk to <laughs> <Say> us. <hi. laughs> we want to be your friend. We want to know what's happening so that we can best serve you, right? That's ultimately what it comes down to. In the extreme situations like that, do you go to the client and say, I can't do X, Y, and Z, and I only can capture certain ones? Or do you just kind of go with the flow of the day and try to figure it out or what how do you approach it i guess sometimes we just have to go with the flow and try it and then when there's no planner involved we have to try and keep people on track as much as possible yeah i I can think of one wedding off the top of my head um and uh, basically a, a situation where we had very little communication with the clients prior to the wedding um when we received the timeline it was a little bit too late to sort of address some of the systemic problems mm-hmm. surrounding um, there are 200 guests and you want group photos and family photos, but you've only allocated 15 minutes. And uh, the time you allocated to get from your getting ready location to the venue was only 10 minutes, but Google's telling me it's a 30-minute drive. 
and um, you know you only gave us X number of time for photos with your bridal party, uh, but it's not enough. And you know you show up to the ceremony and you're late, which is fine. That happens. Uh, but without buffers, then you can't recover. And mm-hmm. everything else just gets later and later. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The wedding, yeah. you know, by the time we finished the ceremony, we were an hour and a half late from our wedding day timeline. And it sort of, from a timing perspective, just went downhill from there. And then it becomes um, a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety and trying to calm people down whilst telling them to look effortlessly in love <laughs> is a little harder. <laughs> Yeah, so unfortunately when things run behind, it always impacts photo time. That's the portion that generally gets cut first because then, oh, reception happens and we have feedback for that. Mm-hmm. But in this uh, certain case, the reception was also behind because the team working couldn't flip the venue in time. Ooh. So then dinner was behind and then the whole reception uh, just, It was know. just like a snowball effect of just yeah. everything. Oh, my goodness. 15 oh. minutes allocated for speeches, but, the, you know, people talk for 45 minutes yeah. each. And then it becomes a matter of, did you hire your vendors hourly? Are they charging you? Mm-hmm. Maybe not considering enough buffers or enough consults when you make your timeline will actually cost you money mm-hmm. if you can't, if you're not adequately booking vendors for enough time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure you've probably had some experiences where you've had to say, like, we have to stay. I mean, because you're, I mean, it's hard because on the one hand, you're like, I've been hired to do job and it's your pride also as a photographer and as a creative to be like, I'm not just going to leave in the middle, even though technically I was supposed to have been done an hour ago. There's still so much more that I still need to capture and accomplish. Um, But at what point are you like, you you were so past our Mm -hmm. timeline that now it's like, there's going to be an additional charge um, for us to be able to kind of capture that too. We're pretty lucky. Uh, our top package is an all-day nice. inclusive package where we don't put time restrictions. Nice. Just because we know things do generally run behind and then people don't have to worry about missing one part of the day over the other. Nice. So it's in a rare, like, uh, very few weddings where we actually book them on an hourly basis. Oh, cool. So okay. when those do happen, it is... Yeah, you have to actually keep things on track. We're having a planner definitely helps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We get you though. We like we had hourly rates or we'd say like, oh, we'd only meet up certain times, but then we just decided to just charge a little higher but give them everything we got mm-hmm. because it's just that's the way we're gonna operate as a business. So mm-hmm. we might as well just charge for it accordingly. It's not like we're gonna be doing anything else. We're just right? doing your wedding that day. Mm-hmm. So if we're there for a few extra hours, it's no big We need to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's overrated. Some Mondays are free. <laughs> that and laundry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, is there any like I know timelines never ever run perfectly as their plan. That's Kelly and I've seen it many, many times. But is there one wedding that you both just like everything went so well or just one that you kind of remember that was just like, why can't all weddings be like that? Or <laughs> something that just kind of always sticks in your mind. I mean, let's just talk about Amanda and Robin. Can't we? <laughs> I definitely wasn't leading, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I actually think it's the, the perfect example because it wasn't, um, it wasn't like there were zero hiccups. We were, I believe we relate to the ceremony because it was, Pride weekend and fireworks weekend and it was Stanley Park and it was a just Saturday and in August. Beautiful. And it was a beautiful day mm-hmm. and it was just, it was busy in the park. Yeah. yeah. And we, for you non-locals, if you miss a turn at Stanley Park, you have to go around the entire park, which is 10 kilometers to my understanding. So yeah, if you miss that one little turn to the, oh. all the way around. <laughs> in busy traffic, it's not an easy no. accomplishment. No. Yeah. And it, it was a, it was a busy wedding day. Uh, two get, getting ready locations in the morning. Sam and I were split up. 
we didn't have a car there that day because it was near impossible for us to drive around the city and park in Stanley Park mm-hmm. on the, the weekend of the fireworks. Traffic going from our getting ready locations to the venue was kind of a nightmare. We were a little bit late, but thanks to their wonderful planners, <laughs> they had some buffers. Yeah. And it didn't matter that we were a little bit late because yeah. things picked up again. And I believe it was one of very few weddings we've ever photographed where we were so on time that we were early for sunset. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Yes. Yes. And that was actually a unique situation, too, because of where the sunset was setting mm-hmm. in relation to where the venue was. So we were on like the absolute east side of Stanley Park. And as we all know, the sun sets in the west yeah. yes. and there's a bunch of trees in the middle. And so you guys were able to find a location. We found that glow in a very oh, odd location. It was, yeah. it was so on that bridge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was perfect. I will say sunset photos are very important to myself and Kelly because uh, we know personally that the couple are way less stressed. So that's why we always encourage it. We're like, you. we always food. say there's three sets of photos. Yeah. There's your family, there's your bridal party, and then there's portraits. And Portraits are the ones that go on your wall. They go to your parents. They're up everywhere. So, like, get rid of the other ones and just focus on portrait if you lose those times. And so that's what those sunset photos are for. Even if it's just, like, evening photos in downtown Vancouver with light, it'll still work because they're still very, ha. Exactly. (laughs) They've had food. They've had Mm -hmm. wine. They've done all the stuff. Emphasis on the wine. (laughs) Yes. It helps a lot. Sometimes too much wine, but we can't tell in the photos. (laughs) (laughs) We can see it. There's a little rosy glow on their cheeks. <laughs> I remember we had a bride like twirling in her dress like she was oh, maybe she six was years old. Was but if you look at the photos, like, no idea. <laughs> yeah, it was really beautiful. They were actually really beautiful. But yeah, that was pretty funny for sure. Um, I mean, obviously, it's really, really important for the planners to, to consult with you at the very beginning, too. I mean, do you find that there's, I mean, is it the sooner the better that they, you know, connect with you? Or... Um, is there kind of like a, a sort of like a sweet window where the planner can be like, Hey, you know, we're looking for your, your feedback while we're planning everything else. Or, um, is there, is there a time that kind of helps works best for you? I'd say probably like the sooner the better mm-hmm. if you're creating the timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, because at, at the beginning there's obviously a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. So the more chance you can play around with it and make it fit right, then mm-hmm. yeah, the earlier the better for sure. Nice. I always find it, uh, I'm always worried that it's too overwhelming because I always assume that all of our vendors are just swarmed during wedding season and they're like, I will look at that the week of the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is just a blur at this point. I'm just trying to get through each, each file at a time. And so, um, so yeah, I'm always, I'm always curious to know if you guys have like a, a preference of, of when you're involved from the very beginning or, um, you know, what that looks like for you guys. Honestly, well, I guess the sooner, sooner the better. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're usually one of, the first booked along nice. with planners in the venue. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess the more input we can put in, the better. Yeah. And I mean, we, uh, I guess we can't speak for other photographers, but we like in-person meetings and we like having meetings with our clients. And so generally speaking, on the average booking, you know, we have a consult, we'll do an engagement session, we'll have a meeting right before the wedding. And nice. even sometimes when there's a planning team involved, we still like to meet with a couple. And yeah. so the more information we have, whether it be from them or from the planners, just allows us to do our job better. So mm-hmm. we would rather you just send us a DM, send us an email, talk to us, yell at us, scream at us. We're always here. We just want to be loved. Yeah. <laughs> I always find it's really helpful for us too. I mean, we always encourage doing the engagement photos as well because it's a great opportunity for for the client to actually get to know the photographer as well and get used to it because nine times out of 10, the grooms have never had professional photos done except their grad and they mm-hmm. are the most awkward dudes in front of the camera and you're like okay watch where you're putting your hand like don't step on her oh my lord okay there's a lot of direction happening and it just kind of gets them used to what that 
kind of feels like so that on the wedding day you're like, okay, remember the engagement photos? Absolutely. <laughs> remember what I told you with your hand? Don't, you know, where to put your hands and things like that. So. That's a perfect opportunity to take that bubble, that, that bottle of bubbly and yes. walk, walk through the trees, find the sunset. Make a memory. Yeah, yeah, have a date night. Yeah. yeah. But that's 100% why we include them in our packages. Mm-hmm. Um, some people decide they don't want it, but we put it there. And I'd say 95% of our clients go for an engagement session just mm-hmm. because it is a way to break the ice, to get mm-hmm. to know each other, to figure out how each other works. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we get some cute little photos. Nice. We always say to get them uh, because there's always some photos on uh, guest book tables, right? And like, we don't want your iPhone photo, okay? Like, they're <laughs> awful. So when you put a professional photo printed to an iPhone photo, there's a huge difference. So we're like, yeah. get some update photos of you too, because, mm-hmm. you know, 2006 flip phone is not going to cut it. So true. And sometimes they'll print like a bunch of them, but we always put the professional photo yeah. out because it's just... Like, what? they don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it has a home somewhere else, but not here. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my just to speak on guest books here, my very favorite guest book that we've ever had in the history of doing weddings was from this lovely set of clients that we took photos for. They used ours as decor, but they created a separate engagement album of photos that they took. They, they took a trip to Taiwan and they did uh, basically pre-wedding photos. <laughs> And they were the most epic things I have ever seen in my entire life. It was, it was like absolutely massive. Yeah, it was it was massive. Literally the size of this table. No. Like it was enormous. Whoa. There were so many different scenes and dramatic outfits and gowns, and they were in castles and in gardens and on mountains and Oh my yeah, gosh. Honestly, it was like kudos. Yeah. Guest books people. That's fun. <laughs> Even if they're not Phenomenal. our photos, we just like them. <laughs> Phenomenal. Oh my gosh. But that's gosh, creative. That's, awesome. that's fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. It has a place. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so in the current climate with COVID, uh, we are embracing this challenge and looking for new opportunities, uh, such as us at the podcast. And uh, if anything, you guys have been doing more elopements than ever before. So how does timeline play a role in the recent spike of elopements? So basically, you have so much more flexibility. Mm-hmm. You don't have all the other people uh, to really contend with because you can really you can make it your own. You mm-hmm. can go to the middle of the forest. You can go find a beautiful cliff. You don't have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for a venue. You can go into nature. Mm-hmm. You take that rule book and you you crinkle it up and you throw it in the fire and you, you do it your way. Yeah. That's literally what elopements are for, we think. Yeah. That and getting married. Yeah. <laughs> Minor yeah. detail, but whatever. <laughs> so instead of the noontime ceremony, we can have it at sunset. Mm-hmm. We can have it at 7, 8 p.m. in the middle of summer, and you'll get the, the light will be so much more beautiful, mm-hmm. and you won't have any harsh shadows. And You could take a helicopter. Take a helicopter. We actually have a partnership with Sky Helicopters. That's and true. so you and that. so we can get you a small discount on their services. Emphasis on small, but so much fun. <laughs> it is so much fun and totally memorable. Yes. Yeah. So total side question. So do you both go up in the helicopter or just the one? Well if they want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Only one one bum in the seat, hey? <laughs> Do you guys like just rock, paper, scissor and be like, okay, it's my turn? We've no, it's my one. turn. We, we, we've done one and we it was a rock, paper, okay, scissors moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I had to wait back in the office. Correction. We've <laughs> got this beautiful photo of us taking off. Uh, <laughs> and then one of you coming back. Yeah. I saw the helicopter. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I, ultimately the bottom line for elopements is you can totally do it your way. It is an, a blank slate to create a memory that is unique. 
you know, COVID has interrupted everything, but there's no reason why you can't still make it something special, something mm-hmm. that you're going to remember. Amazing. Is there any ones recently that you've done that are kind of like stuck in your mind, like your favorite right now? Yeah, well, we just photographed one. Um, Last uh, month? Yeah, about three weeks ago now. And they got married uh, in the uh, basically a forest. We were in Langley and uh, down by the river and it was, it was super peaceful. There was cottonwood floating in the air everywhere. It was very magical. I remember this. Mm-hmm. This was oh, yeah. so magical to watch because it looked like snow, but it wasn't. Yes, it exactly. It was trees floating in, in the air. It was snowing in July. Yeah. Yeah. And in two weeks, uh, we're photographing a wedding that was meant to take place at Wanak Lake, but is now happening at a private cabin on Pitt Lake for 20 people. So wow. really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Really, really amazing opportunities, mm-hmm. I think. For you to I will original. say in the beginning, uh, Kelly and I were always like about that big wedding because there's like, there's so much more components to it. There's like, there's more decor, there's more people, more movement, but we've done a few 20 person weddings and I would say they are our favorites mm-hmm. uh, because those people are selected to be there to witness this love happening. Mm-hmm. And so the energy shifts so much in a smaller wedding and there's still equal amount of work to it. You still have to get a photographer there. You have transportation, food, there's all the same, just smaller scale. Mm-hmm. I agree. So therefore, so much cheaper. Yeah, no kidding. Right? <laughs> yes. So do you find that there's definitely a shift in the in the actual like timeline of the day as well, and the, and the week day of the week? So you're saying you obviously you can you can do more of like the evening um, um, elopements ceremonies that you know doing uh, more photos kind of at, at the mm-hmm. sunset hour, and same with during the days of the week too. I mean, traditionally you you see a lot of weddings that would happen on the weekend, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Are you finding there's more like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday kind of thing? Yes, or? absolutely. We have a meeting this evening for a potential elopement, and they're getting married on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recently just booked an elopement that's taking place on a Monday. So I definitely think that oh. there's ample opportunity to make it even more special and do it on a weekday. Amazing. Parks awesome. are even less less busier. So, I mean, yeah. selfishly, from a photo perspective, we, we prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> and now in uh, 2021, when all of our 2020 weddings and 2021 <laughs> weddings come together, are you still going to encourage elopements? Because you'll have this bigger portfolio from this year. Oh, yeah. We've always loved them from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Just because they are so much more intimate and mm-hmm. so much more customizable. Um, yeah, they're just... They can be absolutely beautiful. Hoping we can do more of them, for sure, mm-hmm. is the, yeah. the result that we would hope oh, for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, you guys. So what are the best ways that we can get a hold of you so we can support you? Other than Instagram, because I follow you all the time like a total stalker. <laughs> well, definitely. You can slide into the DM. Ooh. For sure. We're always there. You can email us. Uh, we're, we're animal people. You can, you know, okay. maybe include... Maybe include a picture of a pug in there. That oh. that will get my attention. <laughs> and um, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll see Chris's pug Chester. He often makes it a little debut on there. Nice. You guys are Island Oak at photo- Island Oak Photography. Yes. Yes. On yes. Instagram, you can write us a review. Even maybe you've worked with us before. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you've um, been following along. We like. We just want to hear from you. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And you don't just do weddings. You do life moments right yeah. exactly maternity shoot family all yes. of them anniversary. anniversary perfect wonderful segue yeah. <laughs> yes 
Great. You're available for your life journey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. We're there for all of it. Yeah. Can't so get we, rid of us. <laughs> so we will have all this information for you listeners in the show notes, uh, as always. And we will include the links to Amanda and Rob's wedding, which we continuously refer to because we will was... never have a wedding like that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll also have a link to our inspired English uh, tea shoot. Oh, yes. Uh, inspired by Alice in Wonderland, which we got to do in Victoria last year. Yeah, so much super fun. fun. At the Pendry mm-hmm. Inn a Hotel, mm-hmm. uh, right in downtown Victoria, yes. and we did our Alice in Wonderland theme shoot with um, our model, <laughs> my sister. <laughs> <and> sister. <laughs> um, but that was actually, and that was your first style shoot. Too, yeah, which we had no idea. We thought you guys were total cool. like professionals. You're like, we've literally never done this. Before. We never had so time much to do fun before. <laughs> and talk about timeline. What was the best part about it? You're like, there's so much time to do all these details. Yeah, and we were we were a little bit difficult. We 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 switched around shooting the ceremony scene because of light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you can do that on a shooter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, like, yeah. Always. So, yeah, for sure. So, we'll have a link to that as well so you guys can check out all the amazing work that you guys did. So. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you two for coming onto the Wedding Session podcast today. And thank you for being part of our family Yay. on our new project. And until next time, we'll have another episode ready for you guys soon. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Hey there, thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.